Cancers and other diseases are rapidly developing among people vaccinated against COVID-19, warns expert. There are many recorded cases of vaccine injuries and vaccine deaths during the Wuhan coronavirus COVID-19 pandemic. An oncologist in the UK has written an open letter to the editor-in-chief of the medical journal, the BMJ, to warn about the harmful effects of coronaviruses, <clears throat> the coronavirus vaccine that must be aired and debated immediately, especially since cancers and other diseases are quickly progressing among the vaccinated. Dr. Angus Delgleish is a professor of on oncology at St. George University of London. He sent his letter to Dr. Carmen Abbasi, the editor-in-chief of the BMJ. Dalglesi's letter was written in support of a colleague's plea to Abbasi that the journal should make valid informed consent for COVID-19 vaccination priority. Okay, in the letter, Dalglesi wrote that the coronavirus doesn't need a vaccine program since the average death from COVID-19 in the UK is 82, while the average age of death from all other causes is 81 and below. Daglish added that the link with clots, myocarditis, heart attacks, and strokes is currently well accepted, along with the link with health issues like myelitis and neuropathy. Myelitis is inflammation of the spinal cord, and while neuropathy is characterized by nerve damage that occurs due to different health conditions like diabetes. Daglish added that he and his colleagues have already predicted these side effects in their June 2020 article published in the journal QRB Discovery. Their blast analysis also revealed 79% homologies to human epitopes, particularly PF4 and myelin. Dagleshi warned that there is another important reason to halt all vaccine programs. He has seen stable disease rapidly progress in individuals after they were forced to get a COVID-19 booster shot. Daglis has also witnessed people develop B-cell-based disease after getting coronavirus booster shots. When asked, these, those people told him they felt unwell at least several days to weeks after getting the booster. Among Daglis's personal contacts, one developed leukemia and two work colleagues developed non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. An old friend of Dalgish reported feeling like he had a long COVID-19 since getting a booster shot. He also experienced severe bone pain and was diagnosed with multiple metastases from a rare B-cell disorder. Dalgish warned, based on his experience, these cases are not the coincidental anecdotes that other experts may suggest. The same pattern is being reported in other countries like Australia, Germany, and the U.S. The reports of innate immune suppression after mRNA injection for several weeks also fit, particularly since all of these patients to date have melanoma or B-cell-based cancers, which are very susceptible to immune control. All this has been recorded even before the reports of suppressor gene suppression by mRNA in laboratory experiments. Douglas warned that his concerns must be aired and debated immediately. In his letter, Dalgish talked about B-cell-based diseases and cancers. According to the British Society for Immunology, B-cells have a crucial role in regulating immune response. Deregulation of B-cell function may result in adverse effects like autoimmunity, cancer, non-autoimmune inflammatory disease, 
transplantation, chronic graft versus host diseases, and the spread of human immunodeficiency virus, HIV. Wow. While treating cancer patients at the front line, Dalgas was shocked by and dismayed by what he saw. He watched his relatives and friends gradually succumb to cancer after getting vaccinated. Dalgas also witnessed rapidly growing and fulminating cancers and recurrencies among people long cured or in remission from their cancers. In some cases, the cancers have been gone for 25 years or more. These cancers are occurring among people who were vaccinated, and Delgis thinks COVID-19 booster injections could be triggering the, these cases. In an interview with Dr. Tess, Lori's, um, Lori's show, Tess Talks, Delgis will discuss what he is witnessing in his close contacts, like his patients, family, and friends. Dalgish also talked about the role of cheap, established, and generic medicines in treating cancer and how these medicines are being suppressed. He warned that those who have been in remission for years are now starting to relapse after receiving coronavirus booster. At the same time, asking why this is happening. The professor also explained how his previous HIV research informed his understanding that the COVID-19 vaccines were linked to clotting and neurological issues. Finally, Douglas told Laurie that he and his colleague raised the alarm and submitted their findings to the UK cabinet. Unfortunately, Douglas lamented that no appropriate action has been taken despite the warnings. Wow. All right. Let's get into this uh, interview right now with Stu Peters about this issue. All right. Okay. Ingredients for the booster shots. Great question. Timely. And the reason I chose it from my Telegram channel is because it just coincided with uh, a presentation that Karen Kingston, the former analyst from Pfizer, who's now gone whistleblower, uh, made just last night to a group of attorneys and doctors in South Africa that I had the privilege of being a part of, and I was in the audience of it. Uh, Karen Kingston provided the beginning paperwork indicating, watch this, that the boosters coming out now are going to be 10 times as potent. And I don't know about you, Stu, but in the last 12 hours, I've gotten a larger than normal number of mail indicating people that either relatives of theirs or people they are acquainted with who took the booster are violently sick right now. Now that's anecdotal, that's not scientific and I don't have big numbers yet, but all of this is, you know, there are no coincidences. So I've, I'm looking forward to Karen's um, further expose of this. She has the receipts. She says she has the documentation. I have seen the preliminary scientific basis for that. Um, so, so we're in, I just wanted everybody to have this information. Stu's show is known for breaking information before it goes anywhere else. There you go, 10 times more potent. Yes, Stu, just literally moments ago, I uh, got a communication from the expose in the UK. You'll remember that I uh, broke the story the other day that they have actually identified some lots of Pfizer uh, injections that are more dangerous than others and that they went to certain states over others. Well, they, I, I know that they were uh, expanding their analysis and they just sent me a communication you can find it hot on their website, which is the Expose uh, UK. Now, listen, here's what they found. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read it really right from their article. Basically, there are, there are three or four major findings that are critical. Uh, they found 130 
distinct uh, lot numbers of the Pfizer product, okay, whatever that is. And listen to this. These, out of these 130 lots, remember, there can be many, many vials. There can be millions of vials in each lot. So I just want people to have a perspective on the numerics here. These 130 lots and their contents harmed on average 630 times more people, right, than any other lot numbers. They hospitalized 109 times more people than other lots, and they killed 22 times more people than any other lots. Than, and, and they identified then the other 4,289 lots that were sent to less than 12 states. So let me clarify. There were 4,289 lots that went to less than 12 states that were less harmful. I don't know what they contained. We're, we're assuming it could be predominantly a saline solution, but we don't know that yet. Uh, but but the, the 130 lots that were identified um, harmed 630 times more people, killed 22 times more people, and hospitalized, you know. Do they have a geographical people. breakdown of to where, as to where these lots went and all those other things? Yes, they do. Uh, they have their own, uh, but it is really fairly scattered throughout the United States. It is not refined yet, but I also have some people on my Telegram channel. That's t.me uh, slash drjaneruby. Stay, stay attuned to that because a lot of analysts are doing some great digging uh, to build on the expose work. And I recommend that you also go to the expose UK website and look at their article. I really appreciate them breaking it with the Stu Peter show. Yeah, and, and I'm we, sure that uh, Pfizer will come out with a press conference almost immediately uh, as I a result of these findings. Because they do them all the time, you know, to, to address the concerns uh, surrounding the death shots. Vita Broom in your telegram asks, Dr. Jane was wondering whether you thought the doctors who are now coming out saying the shot vials are okay are the ones who are being paid by Big Pharma. So that would be what, who, Dr. Fleming, Dr. McCarran, who was just on this program yesterday uh, going after Dr. Carrie Madej and her findings, which we are looking into as well to verify now her findings that she reported on this show uh, as well. But uh, so the question is, do you think that these doctors who are saying the shot vials are okay are being paid by Big Pharma? You know, I can't know that for sure, but let me just say this. Uh, yes, we are referring to, I think the question was referring to doctors Fleming and McCarran. I will say this. Uh, I am willing to debate Dr. McCarran uh, on these, uh, these claims that have been made in this attack on over 100 vetted experts, scientists, microscopy experts, and practicing physicians uh, any day. I don't even need those physicians. I, I know their work so well, and we've posted it so much on the Stu Peter Show. Uh, I will debate them, uh, either of them, uh, on Stu Peter Show anytime they want, uh, because when one or two people come out against a large number of already vetted scientists who have found similar things using different methodology and, 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 and claiming that their work is not real or insufficient, um, we have a problem with that, and we're not going to be divided as scientists, but what we do in science that's appropriate is we, we, we don't call each other out, but we do exchange science, and we ask for clarification, okay? And we've done that with some scientists on this show, uh, but, but we don't go behind their back, and we don't smear them publicly with, uh, you know, with nebulous terms like garbage and small creatures and stuff like that. So and thank I you do um, want to also clarify something on Dr. McCarran. 
I'm not 100% convinced that this guy is some Wuhan-connected deep state player. Uh, and as a matter of fact, one thing that I will say is this. I believe that it's important that we know what's in these injections. I believe that. I believe that if there are hydras in these injections, people ought to know that. I believe that if there are parasites in these injections, people ought to know that. I believe if there is nanobots or any other nefarious diabolical ingredient intentionally placed inside of these vials to harm people or kill them, I think we should know that. But I also agree with one point that Dr. McCarran made, is that there are reasons to stop this thing just on its face without diving into exactly what's in it. And that's that it's killing people and they're targeting our kids now. And I agree well, with that. No matter who pays him, I agree with that sentiment. Well, well we don't need to, to dismiss the work of hundreds of other dedicated, brave Agreed. scientists that have come forward. And secondly, I take issue with the Wuhan. Anyone could go to researchgate.com. You can find all of our publications and citations and references on there. And you look up Dr. McCarran, he is directly connected with the city of Wuhan and research done for Korea, the Korea brain, uh, which is connected to SK. All science comes out of uh, SK Biosciences in Korea. Uh, and so there's an overlap there with the uh, promotion See, of Nova. This is why Bank. I love so, you, because you always do your diligence and you check into these yes, people. Yes, I do. Absolutely. And I, we, we, we do our best to do that as well, but we're a platform that gives a voice to everybody and we allow, we believe in discernment. So uh, we're happy to hear that. Donna. Let the audience decide. That's right. Well, but we're going to, hey, listen, if we find out some dirt on people, we're going to expose it. I think I've proven that. Okay. That's what I got. Um, <clears throat> okay, I will be getting more on this. All right. Uh, <clears throat> I have a YouTube channel. Okay, you know about that. Hot Talk Radio, live and uncensored. I talk about social. I give social. I give social and political commentary, and. Um, that's about that. Okay. <clears throat>